When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come, we have our lightning bets, our favorite plays for our doubleheader for Wildcard Weekend as we wrap that up. But now let's look at the AFC side of the playoff picture. And we don't quite know what the matchups are going to be just yet, but we do have some projected lines that we're going to talk about. Now, first off, uh, the Texans uh, will either get uh, the Ravens, uh, I believe, uh, or the Chiefs, depending upon how things play out. But let's say it's the Texans and Ravens. The projected line there is Baltimore minus eight and a half with a total of 45 and a half uh first chance to really talk about just how phenomenal cj stroud looked certainly did not look like a rookie out there going up against a really really good browns defense is it enough to sway you to believe that cj stroud can be that first rookie quarterback to make history and that not even the baltimore defense will have answers for yeah i mean how about it Ed? i mean if you look at and it's a popular thing that people talk about every wild card round every year and it was talked about last year too and it was kind of blown up and wasn't it blown up this year the inexperienced mm-hmm. quarterbacks in the playoffs jordan love and cj stroud look at what they did and last year daniel jones won as an inexperienced quarterback skylar thompson covered tyler huntley covered is this is something that we've got to throw away and like it's going to be referenced and it just doesn't cover as high as it used to and you know, I, I've kind of thought about it with, with some other sports too, uh, like with golfers or young basketball players. For so long, we've maybe we, – we've leaned into experience or lack thereof in situations. I wonder with this generation of athlete, if it just doesn't matter as much. Like these guys are under a microscope, the great ones, from when they are very young in high school. like. The high school by me, there was a huge, it was like big news, even in a a state that's not even big on high school sports, that a kid is transferring to the school over here as the number one quarterback in the state. Like, it's like these kids all have highlight reels on X, like when they're 15, 16, I've seen it younger. So I, I, I wonder if like, it's just not as big, that big of a deal anymore. Yeah, I also think it depends. Like Jordan Love and CJ Stroud are really good quarterbacks. There's some younger quarterbacks who, 
you know, uh, probably wouldn't be backing as much, you know, in these big situations. But I love that CJ Stroud and the Texans face the Ravens in the first game of the season because CJ Stroud and the Texans have gotten better. And it's kind of like, all right, we're going to punch you in the mouth. First game as a rookie, you get the Ravens. We're probably going to be in the Super Bowl. He didn't back down from that. He didn't have any touchdowns. I think 242 passing yards in that game. But he has gotten so much better. I hope they get the Chiefs and not the Ravens. Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be tough, I think, against the Ravens. It'll be hard for me to find a way to back the Texans, I think. Um, but it, it is very impressive what C.J. Stroud has done in his rookie season. I appreciated uh, what Greg Olson said during the broadcast between the Cowboys and Packers. He is one of my favorite commentators in any sport, by the way. Like, if I'm power ranking, Greg Olson's very much up there. And he brought this very issue up. Like, does playoff experience matter? And he cited a couple of stats. And basically, the conclusion is, no, it doesn't matter. Sometimes teams with a lot of veteran leadership can do well, but sometimes they can do poorly. Whereas young teams can make a run in the playoffs or they can crash and burn. And what we're seeing from C.J. Stroud is a certain swagger that I don't necessarily think a lot of young quarterbacks have, but it's not exactly a foreign concept. It's nothing brand new. Like, you know, growing up uh, in Louisiana and then spending a ton of time in Texas, old man sports fan would always contact my place of work and complain about how much time and effort and energy we were putting into signings where you got a high school football player and he's got four hats on the table. And then yeah. we've got all these cameras and all these cell phones pointing at the player and they decide which college they want to play for. And a lot of older people would get really upset by this. Like, why does it matter? Why is this such a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because everyone makes it a big deal. And I do wonder when we put so much of the spotlight on these young people, if perhaps the advantage is that they are prepared for such big moments, that they are used mm -hmm. to having the spotlight on them. Because without all of these things happening when they're in high school and middle school, then suddenly they get into this new situation where everybody is watching them and they're likelier to get nervous. But if they are used to all of this attention at a very young age, then it's not that big of a deal. Okay, it's a playoff game. Like, eh, no one's expecting you to win this, so go out and play your game. C.J. Stroud did that. He looks super impressive. And I wouldn't be surprised if, say, they keep this game close against Baltimore next weekend. Yeah, and and we're seeing it even at the college level, where the transfer mm -hmm. portal, they walk right in and high level of success to where they're in the conversation immediately for the Heisman Trophy. And it, see what C.J. Stroud has single handedly done. He has shut up the Ohio State quarterback narrative. He has shut that down. Mm -hmm. Like that's the power of C.J. Stroud right now in this league. With that said, my first reaction is I will lay it with Baltimore. <laughs> yeah uh it'll be tough very tough well, switcheroo the there <laughs> yeah um oh man another fallout from dallas and it just makes me think about it because of the point spread that we have here like typically eight and a half you'll have a teaser conversation boy mm -hmm. every teaser started with dallas because that was the easy one you just need them to win like another example man i aaron was ahead of me on this i've been I'm so happy that I got out on teasers early in the year. They've been awful. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I mean, also, you're paying, like, minus money for a parlay, basically. The best like, price no The best price is minus 120 <laughs> out there. Yeah. Nope. Jeez. Yeah. Long or otherwise. Like, even something that has a distinct mathematical advantage has not exactly been there all season long. So, absolutely, it is a, a bit of a concern. Uh, how about, in all likelihood, the Bills are going to win today? Uh <clears throat> Likelihood, yeah. whatever that means in this day and age. Uh, but if it is the Chiefs and the Bills, right now the projected line is Buffalo minus three with a total of 46 and a half. Does this line not look a little suspicious to you, Joe? Yeah. Okay, what if it's a, a gross, I don't know, 20 to 14 win for Buffalo? Pittsburgh covers, not really in doubt. Like, is it three? And also, I, I've seen this bandied about and my first reaction mm -hmm. is I don't see their just how is their bill support at land three? Mm -hmm. How are people, the majority of people not going to come in and say, no, no, I saw it on Saturday night with Mahomes, and you're giving me Pat Mahomes in the playoffs and you're giving me a full field goal. I know it's the first road playoff game, but that's a joke. And they're just going to take Kansas city. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. It's not like the Bills have been this phenomenal, consistent team all year round. And obviously, you know, we, we got to see what injuries are and all of that. But I would definitely be backing the Chiefs in this situation. I'd probably, if it was Chiefs plus three, I'd just take the money line. Really? J just bypass uh, the points and go all the way, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, I have a question about, like, the health of the Chiefs offense right now. And, mm -hmm. and definitely I want you guys' opinions on this. Because Pat Mahomes had 43 dropbacks against the Dolphins. They scored 26 points. The Dolphins' defense is banged up. Like, you know, maybe the, the end of the season is the best thing for them right now. Because, they, I mean, there was almost nobody left. And, and this was a big problem. And I get conditions. You got to factor that in and all that stuff. But Mahomes did have 43 dropbacks. Passer rating of 84, completion percentage over expected of minus 5.7%. And while the rushing attack was still pretty good uh, with Mahomes being efficient, Isaiah Pacheco also playing well, while that was efficient, I do wonder if we still have some serious questions about this passing game. Because while Rasheed Rice was great, is it deep enough to make a serious run? And I think gauging how Buffalo does in this game will matter a great deal to how we answer that question. But as it stands right now, I don't know if that win over the Dolphins made me feel any better about the Chiefs' chances going forward. Yeah, good point on, on that defense. They had no pass rushers. They were all out, everybody. Right. And they were missing guys in the secondary too. And by the way, the great Mike McDaniel – his offense didn't enter the red zone the entire game. The Amazing. the elite offense of the Dolphins was one for 12 on third down. They were never a threat the entire game. You know the Bills are going to be a threat no matter what the game state is. Um, so, yeah. So, we just thinking about that game a little bit, you just had a quick question. So, we, mm -hmm. we always say that what we know at studies with weather – we only care about wind, right? But right. in this situation, we had extreme cold. Fourth coldest game we've ever seen. 
extreme cold, does that matter? Are we willing to say that? Like temperatures, like everybody says, like it doesn't matter when it comes to scoring and all that. Temperatures don't matter. But when it's extreme like that, you can't tell me that that didn't impact Miami. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even Andy Reid's mustache was frozen. Oh. Ice on. Was that snot? And it froze on his mustache? I don't know what that was. But I Let's say sweat, but maybe snot. Let's say sweat, but it might have been more likely. Definitely a mixture. (laughs) Definitely a wintry mix. Like snow and rain, like sleet. Wintry mix. Yeah, it was a mix. What what sweat? I mean, my nose would be running in that. that, uh, If I never see that picture again, it'll be too soon. (laughs) Right? They they went to it a few times. It's like, all right, let's get the super close up on the mustache. Look, the, like, to the, all this whole seeing? point about the Miami <laughs> offense, like, this is where the game changed for me, where it was over. Like, they ran with Mostert four straight times in the middle of the second quarter, eight yards, four yards, mm-hmm. three yards, six yards, and then they pass it on third and one, and then they pass it on fourth and one, and they miss both at the Kansas City 44. Man, yep. like, Pacheco showed – I know Casey ran the ball, but they also were pounded with Pacheco, and those guys didn't want to tackle him. Just do the same – you've got the same guy on your team who can do the same thing, and you did it for four plays in a row with Mostert, and then, like we saw the week before against Buffalo, McDaniel wouldn't stay with it. And it's it, – the Andy Reid thing mentioned is interesting because Andy's had trouble with that in the past too – where he will something's working, but he has to go back to his passing game. I think that's going to be a huge learning curve for McDaniel. Something he's got to look at, like stick with the run. Sometimes, man, I know, like you know, EPA and everything else. Sometimes, I'm not saying, hey, let's run the ball fifty times, three yards in a cloud of dust. But in this situation, you had an opportunity against a team that stinks against the run defensively, bad tackling weather, and he just wouldn't stick with it. And the last two weeks, he did the same thing. Yeah, he tried it early. It got shut down, and it was abandoned ship. It was Mostert with eight tries. HN, oh, man, six for, for nine yards. So, He's not yeah. that guy in this game. Yeah. So you ran, yeah, you're right. You ran with your two dudes 14 times, and then you gave up on right. it. So I get your point. Yep. Yeah. Well, one other thing, going back to Joe's point about these hot teams heading into the playoffs, would the mm-hmm. Bills count as one? Or are they yeah. not in that company? Because they won five yeah. straight. They count. And so, yeah. But they were close games. I mean, that's the that's the difference. Right. Close games. I do agree and I would with... argue, too, that Joe Brady, like his impact has been a more conservative brand of football, in part because the tight ends have been healthy, but also they've been running the ball with James Cook a little bit more. So in one way, I think there's a genius to it just because like that's a better offense for cold weather. However, if there is a condition where like you're in Baltimore and it's not that cold or it is more playable, then I do think this will come back to haunt them. So yes, the record matters, but I do look at this offense and I go, is it explosive? It has to be if you're going to make a serious run in the playoffs. And I just don't know if I can answer that yet. But I do agree with Ed's earlier point. Like, based off of the Chiefs-Dolphins game, I'm not like, oh, Kansas City's back. Like, right. I, I don't know that I'm saying I'm laying three with Buffalo. I think you got to take the three with Mahomes. 
but I'm not I'm not like, oh, yeah, all right, Chiefs are back. Let's let's go. Chiefs do get an extra two days to prep for all of this. How much does that matter? Andy Reid off the bye. It's Andy not a bye, but bye, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> extra time. But well, and, and it's no, not even a mini buy. But I will mention the weather too. And it's we're ten days. Yeah. What are we? No, we're six days out. No, it looks like yeah. it's gonna yeah. be cold, like twenty degrees, clear, no wind. So. Mm-hmm. Over it, could be an option too. If you search Andy Reid, first thing that comes oh, no, up oh is boy. frozen mustache. <laughs> Sorry. On that note, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our <laughs> lightning bets right here on the BetQL Network.